And welcome everyone again to another uh, Dynasty Spin Doctors podcast. I'm uh, Chris Pang, joined with my host, Sala Londano, and you can find us on Twitter at the Dynasty Spin Doctors, and you can find Solo at the Dynasty Don, and I'm at Dynasty Pangs. How are you doing, Solo? Good, man. Good to be here. Thanks for the, getting good at that intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> Working on it. I say it every night in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight we're uh, we're going over a another uh, league rankings here uh, for the NFL Premier Debbie League. Um, but before we do that, we're gonna kind of throw a little gem in there on top, and uh, we're gonna kind of go over. Uh, uh, I picked a sleeper, and you picked a sleeper for uh, you know someone that could potentially uh be a really good asset for your team for dynasty whether that's um in the future or whether it's now um we'll kind of discuss that a little bit but solo why don't you go ahead and start with your guy yeah so what we're talking about is a a uh, i think we talked about a third round or later right um in adp right. in terms of rookie rookie drafts that's what we're talking about we're talking about rookie draft sleepers here so you told me to pick somebody third round or, or later, so I went with my boy, boy KJ Hamlin, and I just think that you know my my take on KJ Hamlin has been that he's just one of those. I mean, what what do you want out of your third round picks, mm-hmm. right? Third and fourth round picks. I I want to swing for the fences. You know, I want I want to try to you know buy myself a lottery ticket that could either bust or 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 hit. You know, that's what I'd like to do with my late picks. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know what, their, their lottery picks, all of them are lottery picks. So no matter what position you're picking at that point, they're going to have very little low rate anyway. So why, why don't you, why, if you're doing that, why don't you go ahead and try to pick somebody who, if he could hit, could just be a monster. You know, could just really be the next, you know, Deshaun Jackson. Um, you know, everybody talks about, you know, Henry Ruggs, you know, playing that role. This year. But, um, you know, there's not much that I believe that Henry Ruggs can do that KJ Hamler cannot after watching all the tape that I've watched on both all, all this this whole last couple years of watching these guys. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that, you know, we don't know how fast Hamler is quite yet in terms of his 40 because he didn't run it at the combine. But, you know, what, what we can tell from tape is that he's right up there mm-hmm. with Ruggs. You know, and and what he, and, and the other the, the rest of the versatility that I think he brings to to the team that is already built so well to take advantage of a guy like Hamler. You mm. know, he is that going to play that speed role uh, for the Denver Broncos, and so so you're not only just taking a lottery ticket on KJ Hamler, but you kind of it's kind of a lottery ticket on the Denver Broncos too. That Drew Locke is going to hit. You know that that you know Sutton and uh, Judy and Fant and Hamler are just going to go off, you know, mm-hmm. and if that happens, you know, you could be getting yourself, you know, a very cheap lottery ticket here in the third round of rookie draft that could just be somebody that could contribute as, as early as this, you know, because it's such a young, he could, he could contribute this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I think we should sort of have realistic expectations for all of these rookie right wide receivers in particular uh especially this season since they're not going to have much time to uh get acquainted with their quarterbacks um during the off season because of all the stuff that's going on um but with all that said you know that's who i'm taking a chance on the third round of rookie drafts is kj hamler wide receiver of the denver broncos 
Awesome. And then do you have a comp for him or or not yet? It's, Desha- it's, it's Deshaun Jackson for me. All right. But the, I think I think his, he is the Deshaun Jackson, not Henry oh, Ruggs. That's, that's my take. Yeah, he getting me all hot and bothered just thinking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys, especially this year, if he starts to shine at all. Because, um, you know, having – we were really spoiled last year. I mean, let's face it. We had so many – year one uh pop-offs that is just it's insane like that normally doesn't happen so i think people kind of need to temper their expectations with rookies a little bit um and i think one thing that we do need to look is is the utilization picking up throughout the season and is he uh you know kind of carving out that role um personally for me i think kj hamler is one of those good guys that you kind of watch a little bit and if he doesn't take off year one if you missed him out missed out on him in the draft pick him up for like cheap next year because the wide receivers people are going to forget about KJ oh yeah Hamler. totally totally i i i'm i'm you know I, I just because he can contribute this year doesn't mean you know i'm, I'm giving up and on him if he does you know exactly. it's just yeah it, you, you hold him if you got him if you, if you pick him up in the rookie draft you you hold him in that taxi squad slot or your deep bench for mm-hmm. sure yeah so definitely a good guy keep an eye on him put him in your notebook now and uh you know, those notebooks to remember next year and the off season that you can circle back and kind of look at those people. So he's definitely one for the books. All right. So I'm going to play a little guessing game with you for my guy. Um, this guy, I'm going to compare him to my pro because this is my pro comp here. Uh, this rookie is 5'10", 216 pounds. The veteran is 5'9", 216 pounds. Uh, I'm, mm. I'm breaking this down just like I did uh, DJ Chark last oh. year because I want people to realize <laughs> how similar of a player this guy is. Uh, okay. So just going in here real quick, um, let's talk about the vet here. The vet, uh, you know, I'm going to take just his uh, – I could go through all the stats, you know, freshman, sophomore, and junior. I'm just going to take sophomore and junior here. Uh 89 attempts uh, on his sophomore season for the vet, 468 yards, four touchdowns, uh, 12 rece- receptions for 105 yards. Uh, in his senior year, the vet did 197 attempts for 945 yards and eight touchdowns and 10 receptions for 106 yards. Our uh, rookie here, did 109 attempts his sophomore year for 617 yards and six touchdowns, uh, 10 receptions and 85 yards receiving. Uh, his senior year, he did 115 yard uh, attempts rushing, 693 uh, yards and eight touchdowns. He had 14 receptions for 140 yards and two touchdowns on his senior year. Uh, both of them... Uh, the rookie had a 5.8 yards per carry average, and the vet had a 5.7 yards per carry. Um, You're talking about the vet and the NFL team, right? Correct. Okay. So my guy is none other than DJ Dallas. Okay. <laughs> and I've watched his tape over you really and over. like DJ. <laughs> I love DJ. DJ. Flash. <laughs> DJ Dallas, this okay. I think okay. yeah, I think we're getting. I think I'm gonna have to go for DJ Ugoeli. I'm just calling it right now. So um, he's he's my guy in the future. Uh, but the vet that I have him 
very similar to someone near and dear to my heart. And he's uh, he's been around for a while. <laughs> and it's none, none other than Frank Gore. <laughs> this is a guy that um, I see DJ Dallas running with a purpose, very similar to how Frank Gore does. He's got the receptions when you need him. He can be a true three down back in my opinion but he's really going to be utilized um you know especially early on as that third down kind of role especially with uh you know everyone that's banged up in the seattle offense there so Mm. i think it's really going to be interesting he's got the pass catching chops but he's also got that little tenacity that i see coming out of frank gore you know someone tries to get in his way or whatnot he just turns into a little bulldozer and just mm-hmm. slams into people and bounces off he's almost got that like uh etn or uh is it taylor yeah sorry uh he's got that taylor-esque kind of bounce off and go kind of feel not to the same extent like he doesn't like look like he's gaining speed or whatnot no. but he can pinball off guys pretty hard and um well this is a guy I really like. I think with all the injuries and the situations and with the coaching staff being the way that they are, the opportunity, if it shows, if he takes advantage of it, is going to be a really big asset for a third-round pick. Very interesting. Well, you heard it here, boys and girls. Um, I know that you know we should, we should give you credit that you did call DJ Chark's breakout last year before. Uh, anybody else saw it coming that I'm aware of. So um, congrats to you and, and put some respect to DJ Dallas's name. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I really uh, hope and think that uh, this guy's got the stuff to do it. He's just got to show up and, uh, you know, in preseason and training camp, show him what he's got. I've seen it on tape and I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, I'll be watching. Let's get into these rankings. Alrighty, so the way that we do it, uh, Salo, go ahead and uh, oh yeah, tell them our so method. The way the, the, our method um, of ranking these teams is that we take uh, my ranking, my subjective ranking, your subjective ranking, and then we take the objective ranking of the calculator, which is just calculates the you know your top assets plus your Debian, uh, your your Debian picks. Mm-hmm and puts it on in, in, in a spreadsheet and spits out a, a value for us. Um, and then we take all three of those rankings. We, we come, come up, come out with, a, with a, an average based on that. And that's our final ranking. So, um, it's just our attempt of making this as weighed, um, uh, and unbiased as, as possible. Yep. And it, it, it gives you kind of some, uh, you know, visibility and how you can work with your team. You know, uh, you take Salo's uh, rankings and you can look at it and say, okay, I have a good shot at winning now. Take mine, you see what you can do to kind of build your team for the future. And uh, the calculator is going to basically hop in there and tell you, hey, you know, if you're going out in the market, this is probably what you can get for your team. Your team's above average or it's, you know, right there. So um, take right. those, mash them together or take what you want and... Uh, yep, I lean at the other two. <laughs> you're, you're you're right. I forgot to add that I lean win now and you lean uh, future. So that that also gives a little bit of balance to these rankings. So you want to start from from the back. All right. So in the twelfth position, we have Raider for Life ninety one, mm-hmm. and uh, 
we've got this person, uh, the calculator's got him ranked 11th. You have him yes. ranked 12th, and I have him ranked 12th. Yes, this was sort of a unanimous uh, feeling among all, all of us that, that this team um, deserves, you know, the 12th ranking here. And I, I'll say this, um, that I did not feel like there was much of a big gap between 12 and, say, 9. Mm -hmm. I thought they were all kind of just kind of grouped in there together for, at least for me, I felt like. Um, so... Uh, that's my caveat in there, but I'll, why don't you read the, some of the, the, the players these guys got? Yeah, so we've got um, QB situations. We've got uh, Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah, a lot of questionable assets there. That's where the dings really came for me. Yeah, uh, but, you know, he's he's got uh, J.K. Dobbins, Philip Lindsay, who's kind of in an uncertain, weird kind of role here. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it goes A.J. Dillon and D.J. Dallas, so i got to give him credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Eno Benjamin. Uh, you know, wide receivers, is, is that's where the team really kind of shines. Right. And you, you right. see that in the young youth plus the veterans there with Michael Thomas. Uh, right. Sudden. Yeah. And so this team has the the wide receiver chops, I think, to you know kind of build upon. Mm -hmm. um, it's just I would have liked to see you know hit harder at QBs in the uh, in the Debbie side of things, and you know I, I see Zach Charbonnet, you know I see Kyle Pitts mm -hmm. and whatnot, but Rondell Moore, yeah, yeah it's it's That's like baller right there. I think he's got to wait a while till Brock Purdy comes in and. <laughs> well, I think this is definitely one of those teams that he got himself just a, a few, um, you know, uh, tools to try mm -hmm. to sort of push for something this year. I don't, I don't think he's probably in under any, uh, you know, assumption that he's going to, you know, win the championship this year because he he picked up a lot of, you know, good young talent and yeah. Judy and Mims and J.K. Dobbs and he has very good talent as you said a wide receiver um i just think he needs to you know he probably got in this situation uh, and the calculator agrees with us because he probably sort of made some some trades for his guys or mm -hmm. or for for that just kind of cost him a lot of value in, in in the draft um or or ever since the draft uh we didn't go back and look at that trade um so the that's that to me is where he's really hurt is that that he's just overall lost a lot of value here and he needs to make the best that he can out of the trades that he's going to make this next year so he can sort of push for that run next year you know that's my take yeah yeah i, I think this is a weird team where if you do start looking like you're going downhill it might not be a bad idea to see what you can do to improve your situation um pretty fast here and i think honestly i hate to say it but michael thomas by the team that by the time this team is ready yeah won't be the guy won't be the or guy he won't be the guy that he is right now he won't be able to actually get the value for him yeah so he's definitely one of the first guys i'd be trying to sell yeah so i would definitely look at selling him flipping him pretty fast here especially uh to one of the 
teams that, uh, you know, maybe has some of those quarterbacks uh, that he can kind of work with and whatnot. So, yeah, and find some some teams that need some sort of extra quarterback depth and get rid of your quarterback depth that you're not going to be needing this year if you don't make a push for it, you know. And, exactly, yeah. Because um, these are not quarterbacks that you're going to want to keep around um, for very cool. long, at least. Yeah. So, anyway. All righty. So, uh, go ahead and uh, tell us who's in 11th. In 11th, and it seems like pretty much we've all in agreement, agreement on this one as well, is Muff Daddy. Um the calculator had Muff Daddy actually a last place, and both you and I had him ranked at 11th, so that uh, made it for an easy slide in there, number 11. And the team consists of Drew Brees, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, OJ Howard, T.Y. Hilton, Mark King, Will Fuller, Joe Burrow, Damian Williams, um, Duke Johnson, Emmanuel Sanders, James White, LaVisca Chanot, and uh, etc. Yeah, Rob uh, Gronkowski. <laughs> what, 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 yeah, what do you think? So this is a team, I don't know what they did because they obviously sold a lot of their, their picks here. You know, they've got Travis mm-hmm. Etienne, they've got um, Howell, and they've got uh, Slovis. Um so my question for the team is, yeah, I think this is a team that's trying to do a win now. I think this is going to be their only shot for a while. And I hate to say that about any team, but it really doesn't have the depth to kind of make it long term. And when there's nothing coming in terms of reloading, uh, that mm-hmm. makes me extremely nervous. So, And and, and keep in mind that the calculator thinks this team lost the most value since yeah. the start of the draft you know so it's it's you know time you know even even more added exclamation point of what we said about raider for life uh, goes for muff daddy too which is just um if you you know you need to make some good good and you know moves that create value for mm-hmm. your team moving forward uh regardless what you do yeah but- and uh, and I agree on that, that this is definitely, you know, a win-now team, um, but it still needs to be fixed fixed yeah. for it to be a good win-now team. This is a team, yeah, this is a team where if I'm the owner, the thing that I would be doing is posting, if there is a college season, posting any and every highlight for Travis Etienne. Uh, I'd be dropping that sure, in the chat. Sure, for sure. And Absolutely. I would be looking to potentially purchase some young youthful wide receivers because the wide receiver depth is uh not there at all i'm just going to bluntly say it and you've got aging assets you know with adam well but he is in a win now but he is in a win now situation though Mm -hmm. you know and he does have like i mean having jared cook and oj howard and gronkowski as your tight ends is really not terrible and um you know he he's ultimately has a very good you know win now team he just doesn't have the depth to go for a win for a, for a championship right now and that's where he he this value sort of just disappeared is that at once that sort of starting roster you know once you get past that it's just there's no more depth after it. um so i don't know it's a tough situation man i, I think mm-hmm. you just try to go and make a push for the championship and yeah. if, if you are if you're given good you know trade offers take advantage 
advantage of those or try to create trade offers that create value for you um but ultimately just try to ride this the steam um definitely to the playoffs and then mm-hmm. perhaps to to a championship if you can make a couple of right moves but uh, it's gonna take some moves yeah i think if you blow your shot this year uh you're not gonna see one for a couple of years and i hate to say that but that's looking to be the case for this team and i think this team honestly you could justifiably put it in 12th too easily yeah and i think it, this, we should note that that's why i think it's so low it's because the value this is is not there so if you don't win now you're in a really tough situation unless you create value for yourself yeah so you gotta do one or the other yeah that's where you get familiar with that old like high school game you know bigger and better go out in the town start with a penny and try to see what you can end up with <laughs> all right so in the 10th position uh we have uh to attack your it by uh brendan h uh, and the uh, calculator has it ranked 10th, you have it ranked 10th, and I have it ranked 7th. So uh, mm-hmm. this is a team that has uh, QB, uh, QB positions of uh, Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, and Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I, I like that, that trio right there. That's I really nice. I really do like that. That yeah. sets that team up really nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. running back situation, Miles Sanders, James Conner, and then it kind of falls off. You know, Disappear. you got Rashad yeah. Penny and, uh, P Ryan, uh, the, the new Lamical P Ryan. Um, right. and then wide receivers, it's, you know, you've got some solid wide receiver two, potentially some wide receivers that are looking to bust out. Uh, so I think there's a lot of unproven youth there, um, which I kind of like, but uh, and thus my my rankings have it shown mm-hmm. pretty well. Uh, and then you got uh, George Kittle, and uh, in the tight end position as well. I do want to mention he has Carryon Johnson. Carryon Johnson's a really kind of in a weird spot. I right. believe personally that um, this is going to be a swift show pretty fast here. Um, but, uh, you know, there's those that still believe in carry on Johnson. So it'll be very interesting to kind of see. Um, but things, points that I gave him points on were, uh, you know, I love his tight end depth. He's got, like I said, Kittle, Hawkinson, Herndon, and Dawson Knox with, uh, Thaddeus Moss as well. So he's got some Mm -hmm. really solid stuff and he's got the, uh, the running backs coming, uh, to kind of back him up. I will say, though, that he got hurt really bad today with today's news on Justin Ross. And so it'll be interesting to see kind of where he lands on that. Um, I think that was a big piece that kind of helped uh, rank his team up a little bit in my case. Uh, And so that news breaking kind of does take a hit to this team. Dropped him down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for me. Go ahead. But yeah, no, this I think this is a team that really has the pieces to kind of show up, especially with the running back depth coming and then potentially picking up some more through trades. Um, mm-hmm. I just, it's very youthful and I can see and justify why you put it at 10. Yeah, I mean, that for me is the problem is that if you're if you're trying to win, uh, once that running back depth falls off after Connor, it's just... You can't take this team very far based on that yeah. alone, right? And then based to, to me, you're not in a great wide receiver situation either. When your mm-hmm. when your when your talent is you know uh, a wide receiver two, a wide receiver three, you know, and then young talent yeah. after that. 
it's it's kind of in my opinion pretty brutal on on, on a win now situation but yeah mm-hmm. i mean what's coming is great don't get yeah. me wrong um and he also set himself up well with these young tight ends and mm-hmm. and they'll probably serve him well it's just that they just sort of serve as value sitting on the bench yeah. for for on a win now team that really hurts you as well so yeah. Yeah, and one thing I do want to mention, uh, which I kind of like about this team, and it's very sneaky and it's smart, is this team has a lot of picks next year. Um, if you want to go ahead and count them, uh, oh it's no, just... yeah, that's that's true, man. That's, uh, that's I, I think it's you look at that stuff a lot more than I do, but you yeah. you know you got you got two sec two first three seconds, three thirds, two fourths, and three-fifths yeah he has 13 picks next year so um you know that's where i think uh you can really kind of step up and make this team pretty powerful so i can see kind of where this player's going and i really like the fact that uh you know he hit hard on the young wide receivers like we always talk about so Um, so 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 that's so to me the obvious you know advice to him is that he, he doesn't need to really worried about win now situation he has the pieces to make a push for it but if he doesn't work then screw it you know exactly just set yourself up you know you, um, i don't think you need more picks at this point but i would certainly get in the situation of trying to trade some of these old assets for for you yeah, know future anything. young assets you know uh shepherd landry connor uh carry on these are all guys that i would try to move mm-hmm. definitely and I'm sure that Swift owner would like the uh, security of uh, absolutely That's having the first thing I would do. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I, right. I, I, all the all the places that I had carry on, I picked up Swift and vice versa because I think it's just going to be a split backfield. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. anyway, so I think that give that puts him in ten. It's a good spot, and uh, you know, we'll probably be in a lot higher rank next. You know. Exactly, yeah. So uh, coming in in the ninth spot, uh, we have Russ Tracks, uh, mm-hmm. and the calculator has him ranked ninth. You have him ranked eighth, and I have him ranked tenth. So uh, go ahead and break down the team for us. Yeah, so he's got um, Deshaun Watson and Ben Roethlisberger and Josh Allen as his quarterbacks, and, and I really like. Um, I think that's very well balanced uh, and of, of, of age and youth and. and uh, consistency and uh, boom potential, you know. So um, then he, he's got Melvin Gordon, Devin, Devin Sing, Jesus, Devin Singletary, um, Kenny Galladay, Calvin Ridley, Travis Kelsey, Robert Woods, Brendan Cooks, AJ Green, um, Raheem Mostert, Jordan Howard, Austin Scott, um, Alan Lazard, uh, Noah Fant. Jack Doyle, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I have him, you know, sort of ranked a little bit higher than you do, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how it is? Yep. Uh, uh, but but ultimately, you know, I think we, I, I I have this team as being one that can uh, make a push for playoffs, mm-hmm. and uh, is also, you know, not in the position where he has, you know. Uh, that many aging assets where he's really sort of not set up well for the future either. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, but, but ultimately, you know, he lands where he lands, I think as, as sort of in the, the last team, in my opinion, um, 
that's sort of in that that pack of the the four or five that i told you between like eight and twelve that mm-hmm. or seven and twelve between nine and twelve whatever um that sort of group together that are that are guys that i believe uh lost quite a bit of value um for, through the draft and, and and since the draft mm-hmm. and uh the team their teams kind of show that in my opinion so yeah um so anyway yeah so this is a team that i feel like the one of the big killers of it is depth and uh especially at the wide receiver position i think that the depth isn't quite there yet uh and this is a player that like you said in the draft you just kind of um lost some picks or lost some values in different places i mean he, next year even he only has uh, three draft picks um this year he grabbed trey sermon kennedy brooks and trey sanders so this is a team that i think tackled running back a little too fast too early and uh you know once some situations hit like what happens when uh uh travis kelsey goes down and has surgery for the what like ninth or tenth time now (laughs) you know these are play- he's, got no, he's got no offense, Jack yeah. Doyle. Um, I mean, it's it, again. It, he's got some youth and no offense, and some old age in, in mm-hmm. Jack Doyle. Yeah. So. Um, and he's got some but, risky, like, positional players and running back too. You know, he's got. Yeah. He's got Jarek McKinnon, who's never played a snap for the 49ers. That's his weakness, though. That, that is his weakness, I think, and I think he knows it, that he needs to shore up that running back yeah. core. I think that's quite obvious that, you know, you got a f- strong wide receiver, you know, core, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. Galladay, Ridley, Woods, and C- Cooks, and A.J. Green, like, yeah. those are five guys that are going to be in positions to, to be, you know, all be top 24. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So having five wide receiver twos, like that's legit. You can you can run a team into the playoffs and be beyond you know on, on that. But as long as you can fix that what, that running back situation, I told you already. They're already like his quarterback situation. So for me, it's just a, a very obvious sort of like you know if that doesn't work, if Melvin Gordon and Singletary don't, I, which I don't think that's going to be good enough to sort of win a championship with. Mm-hmm. Um, make some moves and 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 get what you need to make a push for it this year because you can i really think you do um mm-hmm. yeah but don't move too much because i think you also don't want to screw yourself up for the future so yeah i i guess for me it's just a lot of uh distressed assets or assets that really are just kind of murky in general so i'm a little hesitant on this team and ranked it accordingly mm-hmm. i just like the win now piece yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So in the eighth spot we have uh, Hawk Dog Nine, and uh, Calculator has him ranked eighth. You have him ranked seventh, and I have him ranked fifth. Yeah, um, I think you should get to talk about it since you have him ranked as a already in the playoffs team. Yeah. So this is a team that's pretty. Um, pretty nice in my opinion i'll kind of talk about the good pieces but first uh quarterback position you know we've got russell wilson jared goff and then it falls off a little bit with uh jalen hurts and josh rosen or i should say a lot of it (laughs) uh but the pieces that i do like are you know i like his uh starting running back positions he's got alvin kamara josh jacobs uh along with uh matt breeda 
and Latavius Murray. So I do like the combo there in New Orleans, you know, just kind of covering that mm-hmm. entirely. And then right. uh, I think Matt Breed is going to be an interesting piece. You know, he's got that. He's got Zach Moss. And so I think his running backs are in a good enough position where good stuff, yeah. if he needs to navigate the buys, he can. But the strongest part, in my opinion, you know, the wide receivers, he's got Julio Jones, DJ Chark, mm-hmm. Christian Kirk, and then he's got some, you know, some interesting players like Darius Slayton and Jalen Rager. I think those are studs studs right there. And then he's got some serviceable pieces behind that that he can kind of work with and play with. Uh, so I think this is a team that definitely can make the playoffs. Um, the... You don't, you don't, you don't question that. The that tight end good. position is the one that's going to be the glaring issue, and I think it's a, it's a glaring warning sign in the middle yeah. of this team. Will Disley and Jacob <laughs> Hollister, like, no, you can't. Yeah. You got to fix that. Buddy. So, so what I do like about this team, though, too, is he's got the master T coming. He's got Jamar Jefferson. He's got Justin Fields, and. Uh, you know, he, and some wide receivers coming as well. So I think that this is a this is a team that kind of knows, hey, I got to fix the QB position a little bit with Justin Fields, mm-hmm. and he's gonna and fix it a lot. That, that that'll well. be a great that'll be a great QB room once he comes. Yeah, and I think he's tackling his running backs even harder, which running backs will boost him up even more. Uh, and so that's kind of, and he's fixing his wide receivers as well. So I think all in all, he's kind of paying attention to the team and he can make some trades for that tight end later if he needs to. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like about this team. I think, yeah, he going out there with Will Disley, you know that that's your glaring hole. And I'm pretty sure this, this owner is probably self aware of this, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a team that could definitely be a powerhouse in the future. Okay, so for for me, the the you know we I think you and I co-managed the team last year that our quarterbacks were Russell Wilson and Jared Goff, and it didn't end well. Um, not because of Russell Wilson, I'll tell you that. So I think mm-hmm. for, for for me, once it falls off so hard after that, after Jared Goff, that, that mm-hmm. to me is is a big problem in terms of trying to do anything this. year. Um, because you don't really even have a, 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 a somebody that can start on the bot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the I, I agree with you on all, all the other points. You know the tight end situation. You, yeah, this is another glaring hole. So from you, you got a whole quarterback. You got a whole hole at tight end. And then until you get that youth to produce, he's in a situation where he doesn't have all the pieces yet. Mm-hmm. Um. I, you know, if, if Randall Cobb is, is, is nothing this year, um, then you're going to need to have uh, Jalen Rager and, and, and uh, Darius Slayton and Christian Kirk. Um, this youth, this is like the great core of youth talent, with, along with Julio Jones. So I agree, I agree 100% mm-hmm. um, in terms of the wide receivers. It's just... Um, he's got really got to fix those quarterback and, and tight end situations. And, and I agree with you. I mean, I have, have them ranked seven, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have them ranked five. So I, I have them like right outside of playoffs because of those two glaring holes for me. I mm-hmm. think you fix those and then you make a push for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm running, I believe sleeper is saying that he finished 13th overall last year. Um, Who did? Jared Goff. That sounds a little bit off to me. 
but it certainly did not feel that way. Yeah, it did not feel because there were a lot of ups and downs, and I think the, you know, the San Francisco game, the Pittsburgh game last year, and the Baltimore game just really hurt. And it, you know, it, it felt. You that know way. what it was? It was. It was. It was the massive. Yeah. You know. It was again, as you said, that Forty Nine er game, mm-hmm. uh, the Pittsburgh game, the Chicago game, the Baltimore game. I mean, having those four along with the bye week that was right there. Or just made it, mm-hmm. it. It puts you in a situation that you, you've lost like four or five in a row now because of your quarterback too. Yeah. You know he fixed it. Like it, it got fixed towards the end of the year. Um, after I think week thirteen, he started doing well. Yeah. Um, but that's too late. Yeah. But then it's over. <laughs> like it's, it's it's to good luck trying to fix it. You know. So so hopefully he and and McVeigh. I know that you you have faith in McVeigh. So yes, I do. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that's why you believe in golf more than I do. And mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm buying golf everywhere I can. Um, I'm just gonna put that out there. I think I'm that... selling him everywhere I can. And so you know. Take well, them off my hands. Actually, I don't think I have any more left. Yeah, no. I think I own all the, <laughs> the shares in all the leagues that we're in. <laughs> um, but yeah, golf to me. And it, it's kind of funny. I'll, I'll just kind of say this as we move on to the next team here. But uh, I found this year it's been harder to sell Jimmy G than it is to sell golf. And it was weird because last year uh, it was I'm the exact weird. opposite. So. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you yeah. disrespect your own quarterback too, as a 49er fan. But yeah, another day. Yeah, let's move on to number number seven. So we've got um, "You're in Trouble" by the Hoff 33, and uh, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about this one. All right. So first of all, you have uh, the calculator. Have them at uh, number five. I have them at number five, and you have them at number nine. So that dropped them. From- from five to seven so you got you to tank um me and the calculator agree um we think he did a very good job in through the draft and trades since the draft uh, built you know good amount of value for his team um and ended up with what i think is 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 a, a playoff team uh and that could make a push for for the championship uh as it is right now so you know we got carson wentz jimmy g you know we just talked about him uh, and then you've got Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, that's his quarterback situation, which you know could be better, but is not bad. Yeah, at um, least he has the duo. Right. Um, I, yeah, exactly. So then you go to uh, running backs: Nick Chubb and Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin, Odell Beckham, Mark Andrews, Allen Robinson, John Brown, Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, Naeem Hines. It's James Washington, um, Antonio Brown, Hunter Renfro, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, like just ready right now as it is to already be a playoff team and make a push for championship without having to fix anything in his starting roster or his quarterback situation or um, what was his tight end backup situation. That's something that I think I would try to fix. Is is your tight end, and if you want to make a push for 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 playoffs, so I think aside from that, yeah. I think you've got even your running back depth that you need. You've got a bunch of studs, of wide receivers, um, 
and and you've still got a you know a little bit of wide receiver depth something that i'd probably try to add would be a little bit more wide receiver mm -hmm. depth and a little bit more tight end depth that that's what i would try to do but as it is right now um think well position to to make that push yeah so i'm gonna uh preface this off i'm talking to you directly i hope you're the first person listening to this because jace sternberger is on the waiver wire and you need to grab him <laughs> especially when you have deguara as your backup go out there pick him up immediately oh my god how's he in the waiver wire that being yeah i have no clue that being you guys said, all fail you guys all fail <laughs> That being said, um, the depth on this team is uh, where I kind of ding this team really hard. Um, I think that currently, right now, you know, he's got the two uh, running backs in Nick Chubb, Le'Veon Bell, and then Cream Hunt, and then the rest is questionable at best. Uh, same thing with the wide receivers. Um, you know, he's Ronald got Hunter. Jones. Nine Mines, Malcolm Brown, I think that's pretty mm -hmm. decent, you know, mm -hmm. to have as your running back like four, five, and six. I mean, if you, you know? if you don't want the the ship, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm throwing I'm throwing shots. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, you, you're the guy that has Todd Gurley as your RB four, so I mean, yeah, whatever. Exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think Hunter Renfro is a good piece here, you know, and this is where it's just kind of, you know, what's going to happen for this team, and it'll be interesting to see. I think the one well, thing he, I do like he, is... He can't get many injuries. I agree with that. If he gets a lot of injuries, his year's over, and he might, and he just needs to pivot. Yeah. Because he doesn't have that many picks next year. I mean, that's why he got the team that he has, is he yeah. sold some picks. Yeah, I think C.J. Verdal, as, as, as decent of a player as he will be, I'm not sure he'll really do super great in the NFL. You know, it's someone I've been watching yeah. a lot and hyping up a little bit. Um, I agree. Jamar Chase, you know, I think that's a good one to pick up and count to Ingram. But, you know, this is a team that's kind of reloading um, as well. And I, I, I think that the fact that he tackled all the positions, except for tight end, obviously, uh you know, kind of speaks volumes to like, he's trying to build his team all at once. It's mm -hmm. it's an interesting tactic. I hope it works. Um, mm -hmm. But I've found that I've had the most success from building up wide receivers and QBs first, and then building the rest of my team. Uh, the thing, yeah. But if you but if you're trying to do if you're trying to go for a win and now in year one you have to you know so you you don't have a choice. Yeah, you can't like wait until your team is ready and then buy some stud right, uh, running backs. Because I agree with you. And ultimately, in the long term, that's how I like to do it too: is build that wide receiver and quarterback base, and then buy the running backs. And then once your team is ready, buy the running backs that you need to win a championship. Um, yeah. But how do you do that one on year one? You know. Yeah, and I think one thing that's hard is he sold two of his picks next year, so uh, he's got three coming exactly. out next year, so it'll be interesting to see. That's why. So I, I, last thing I'll say on this, because I, if I don't, I'll forget it, mm -hmm. is uh, I feel like his Devi stock is very top-heavy mm -hmm. with that Jamar Chase, and then kind of sort of, you know, I, I just really, up until Chris Olive, uh, Olive, however you say um, I don't really like what he's got. Um, I, I might try to use the value that Jamar Chase still has right now. Not to say that he's not going to be a stud, but you're not going to see any of that value for another 
two years and and it's going to be the or at least for another year and it's going to be the the kind of thing where I, I don't think his value is going to increase from now until you know the nfl draft next year because mm-hmm. he's 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 due for regression so you might want to try to you know take advantage of it either work yourself into some other dev you know pieces that you can gain from that the value that chase has uh right now or or find that death that you need for that win now uh run by selling jamar chase and getting some more wide receiver and running back death. Mm. yeah so he's got a lot of options there right all right, moving on to our next person. Uh, in sixth place, six. we have uh, Drew C14. And uh, all across the board, we have them ranked the same. So mm-hmm. six for everyone. Um, right through the middle. Yeah. So uh, let's just talk about them real quick here. The QB situation is the one that I kind of dinged them on a little bit. But at the same yeah. time they have the potential to do something. So it's yep. a really weird team I found it. I felt like six was just kind of that right spot, especially with this weirdness, but it could fire off on all four cylinders. So mm-hmm. QB situation, Matt Ryan. Uh, I'm going to skip Alex Smith, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Drew Locke uh, and Andy Dalton. And then he's got Tyrod Taylor and uh, Jarrett Stidham as well. Um, this is a interesting kind of QB stable. Um, I would not, I would, this would cause me a lot of stress. <laughs> right. To have this sure. many roster spots for so many potential ifs. And honestly, yeah, question marks. Yeah, that, right. uh, I'd, I'd have trouble sleeping at night with that personally. <laughs> um, I love to have a really nice, like, uh, invite people over to my house and say, this is my stable of QBs. Look at them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is what he's got to work with. Um, I think the biggest piece that I really like on here, you know, he's got the Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, and then he's got some interesting pieces in. Tyreek Cohen and Justin Hill, Justice Hill, uh, and Joshua Kelly. The weird thing for me, and I do want to kind of bring it up because a lot of people didn't really notice this, but in PPR last year, um, Tariq Cohen finished 29th and had a really silent kind of good RB2, RB3 kind of year. And so it's a really kind of interesting piece that if they – continue to utilize them in that role it'll be interesting to see but i think that zach moss mixed with um uh devin singletary might push him out of that role so i'd sell now if i could i um, really like i really like his running back situation I yeah mean, yeah i can't go wrong with having like as you said barkley aaron jones david montgomery tevin coleman Tariq cohen and justice Hill. Yeah. that's just solid all around yeah. Um, I'm not complaining. And he's got some... Oh, I, I also skipped Dave Montgomery. Sorry, and Tim Colon. Yeah. So it, I like it, and I think that it's very, very serviceable. And then the the wide receiver situation, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, is a fun one, as well as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's very got... Good. I really like the fact that he added uh, Henry Ruggs and Michael Pittman. I think those are sure. two good ones. And his... Uh, his tight end position is a lot better than uh, the Hoffs, so 
Yes. <laughs> I will give him credit there, you know. Absolutely. Evan Ingram, <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, you know, Kokomet. Uh, 100%, I think that's really, you know, what what makes him sort of the, a uh, playoff yeah. team and he's, already as it is. Yeah, he's kind of a really random wildcard team that could, he's on the cusp of on the cusp. being mm-hmm. a majority playoff player. But uh, it just depends on what kind of moves he makes. Make the wrong well, moves and you're going to fall on the wrong side. Yeah. These question marks that we're going to find out, you know, like if, if Drew Locke has a great year, then this team is – and Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan is yeah. due to have a good year this year. So if both Matt Ryan and Drew Locke have a good year, mm-hmm. this guy is set. Yeah, and He's, he's going to have a very good, very good year. I like the fact that he's got Kylan Hill and Jalen Waddle. I think those are really uh, – That's very nice. Really nice pieces, so – uh, you know, this is a guy, and he's got all his picks next year, so I think this is a guy that can really yep. improve his team. And, and the calculator, again, shows him as being, you know, right in the middle yep. in terms of value. So um, just kind of just a well-balanced, well-rounded team, in my opinion, with a couple of question marks that if they go his way, he's a playoff team and could push for a championship. Exactly. So, yeah, a uh, fun team. It'll be interesting to see. This is the team that's going to be, I think this is my, uh, hit. this team and the next team that we're going to talk about are my two dark horses of the league. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> well then, moving on to number five, we have uh, um, Badgers by Outback Six. And uh, that team was, ooh, hey. We've got some difference of opinion on this team. So, um, both the calculator and I think the Outback um, uh, is is calculator has them a seventh. I have them a nine. But you have Outback as the best team, the number one team in the league. So mm-hmm. take it away, please. All right. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna sing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray uh, at the QB position, Ryan Tannehill, and Justin Herbert. You know, nothing really to write home to, uh, but when I get to the Debbie, you'll be like, oh, okay. Um, I think that Kyler Murray's a really nice piece, and I think Justin Herbert's going to be a great fit for uh, the Chargers. I think that'll be two young, stable QBs that this that's really going to be the definition of this team for 15 plus years I think um I think this is what's really going to carry it and then you know getting into the running backs here I like the Joe Mixon piece uh you know he's got some other good pieces in terms of young youth you know Alexander Madison Reichwell Armstead and uh Keyshawn Vaughn I think that Armstead will really benefit next year, especially when they get rid of Leonard Fournette. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, they could draft someone and then, like an ETN, and then just completely get rid of them. But it'll be interesting to see. Um, but I think for me, the wide receiver side was really kind of what got me. Uh, you know, he's got a good mix of players. He's got AJ Brown, DJ Moore. Uh, he's got Jamison Crowder, who's not going to be a super big threat, but I think with Mims there, he might be a little bit more productive, um, keeping defensive players a little more honest with Mims. Uh, and then he's got Anthony Miller and Deontay Johnson with Miles Boykin. I think those guys 
are really going to have a really big step up here for all three of them. And I think that's going to really set his team apart there. Um, his <clears throat> tight end situation is pretty good as well. You know, he's got the Hunter Henry. I'm still waiting for the day that he actually shows up. I mean, are you a Hunter Henry truther? I got to ask. Last year he did well, man. Um, I think Hunter Henry, when he's not hurt, he's he's great. Mm -hmm. um, he just has been unlucky. And but no, I, I definitely believe in Hunter Henry. Yes. Yeah, I, I guess it's more. Do you believe he'll stay healthy? <laughs> and that's yeah. The scary I can't predict part. injuries, you know. And, and yeah. um, I don't think he has the kind of injuries that are sort of. Um, yeah, they're just kind of weird freak injuries. Yeah, I don't I don't discount guys for that. I think I've I've you know I've I follow enough of these fantasy doctors on Twitter where they they've already drilled into my head that you know injury prone is bullshit or excuse BS <laughs> um, and uh, and and you know there are injuries that are freak injuries and just because some guy has a bunch of unlucky freak injuries that doesn't mean he's injury prone it's just he's unlucky you know mm -hmm. so um, anyway um, I just struggle man with with you know putting somebody that high a team that high that has a you know and you know i love joe mick yeah but beyond that you know so let me hit you with the debbie side and you'll be like oh, okay i see why you did it trevor okay. lawrence bryce young for qb oh, situation there that's nice and then he's got zamir white and chuba hubbard Oof. <laughs> and okay. then he's got you're right yeah, Seth Williams, David Bell, Isaiah Spiller. Oh my God, Garrett Wilson. <laughs> oh my God, this guy definitely has the best Devi class. Yeah, so uh, this uh, is the this is the dark. Sometimes horse. it makes me mad that you're the one that gets to rank for for Devi instead of me. Because yeah, <laughs> this is a very nice. This is a enviable Devi Hall. It just happens that he picked up all the players that I love. You know, yeah. That's what that's that's what it is here. Yeah, that's why so, we're probably biased on that. Yeah, so when I saw this, I was like, he's looking at the win now and he's not gonna understand my one, but when I explain it, he's gonna be oh okay, yeah. <laughs> and now so, I mean yes, now I get it, you know, and I don't have him ranked number one for that reason because I'm not supposed to be looking at the Devi picks when I rank for win now, you know. Mm -hmm. They can't, you know. Somebody, you know, a team with Jamie, with Jameson Crowder as your wide receiver three is, you're not, you're, you're barely a playoff team, you yeah. know. So, um, and that's kind of where I have them. I have them, you know, needing to make moves in order to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Otherwise, just don't bother. That's this is a this is a team where you probably want to sell your Marlon Mack share. You want to sell some other stuff, mm -hmm. and you just ride pretty because you know that it's going to oh, be man. beautiful in the future. Sweet, sweet value coming soon. Yeah, this is this is a guy, and I'll keep it family friendly, but I guarantee you his walls are sticky. <laughs> that is not family friendly. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, so number four. Uh, we have uh, Giggity813, right. mm -hmm. and uh, you, the calculator has him ranked fourth. You have him third, and I have him eighth. So, uh, yeah, you don't like this team. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take it because I do like this team. I Go like this team because you have uh, your quarterbacks are Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, Jacoby Brissett. Your running backs are Leonard Fournette, 
Chris Carson, Jamal Williams, um, Jalen Samuels, Justin Jackson, Anthony McFarlane. Your wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Tyler Boyd, Zach Pascal, Marquise um, Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown, T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, and your tight ends are uh, Austin Hooper, Mike Gesicki, David Njoku. So for me, it, it doesn't like he has all of what he needs right now mm-hmm. to be to to push for a championship, um, including the death. You know, so so, and I could, you know, once these aging pieces are gone, then the team, this team is definitely 100% going to need a reload. But as it is right now, it's a very strong team to make a push for. He certainly could, could just leave, could just not manage his team at all, I think, from now until the end of the year and, and still make the playoffs mm-hmm. without even touching. Um, um, but could probably you know be the top scoring team if you make some moves so yeah why don't you like it all right <laughs> so looking into the future i see leonard uh, leonard Fournette gone and i'm wondering where his landing spot is gonna be mm-hmm. that's the scary part chris carson um i know you don't like injury prone but this is a guy that just can't seem to stay on the field for super long um, I'm not saying he's necessarily injury prone, but the way he runs, man. Yeah, it's it, it, it just seems like he's you know he'll he'll be there for part of the year and they just kind of disappears. He is one of those sneaky players that stays under the radar for a lot of people and scores a ton of points secretly. Mm-hmm. That's but, why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so looking at it's the... annoying. It's annoying to play against the guy who has Chris Carson. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the running back uh, situation beyond those two is kind of questionable. Uh, you know, Anthony McFarlane, Jalen Samuels, you've got two people doubled up there. Who's it going to be? So you lost uh, a roster spot if you don't know. You know, Jamal right. Williams, I'm personally in the camp that he's probably droppable at this point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, no, I think you're. I, I wouldn't drop him, but. Yeah. He's pretty close. I would try to get, like, uh, honestly, this is another tactic I like to use for a player I'm about to drop. Try to just get, like, a 20, 23 fifth or something like that. Just <laughs> see what you can get. <laughs> you know, uh, Dere uh, Okambawale is not really someone to write home about. And then same thing with the... He's the pass catcher over there, man, until further notice. Okay. (laughs) Todd Gurley's also the pass catcher there. Uh, Yeah, so, like, you know, wide receivers, same thing. It's like T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, uh, James Proche, uh, and then Marquise Brown. I think Marquise Brown's the only one that really has any kind of role carved out. You know, what are these other ones going to look like? And but that's a solid top it's a, five. Though. Yeah, the Vontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Tyler Boyd, and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, that's sweet. I'm just a little nervous on the self implosion that's going on over in Green Bay. Um, you know, there's a lot of drama and when there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, so it'll be interesting to kind of see where that goes from here. But, but you know, one person who has never been hurt by all, all the drama and all the that mess has Devante. been Vontae Adams. Yeah, very true. 
Uh, so one thing I will say though is I do like some Debbie pieces here. He's got Rashad Bateman. He's got Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, he's got Journey Brown. He's got Kenneth Gainwell. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's very nice. This I is like a that. team that has potential, but his 2021, he's only got one pick, so that's a little yeah, scary. Yeah, that's definitely a problem. Um, and when that that's why you know he's a win now team. Um, and if he's not going to win now, then those picks are going to come later when he sells the, these pieces, you know. So yeah. anyway, let's go up to our number top three. Oh man, the top three. We've go ahead we've and made it. We got it. All right, in the third position, we have none other than the commissioner, uh, Team CD Umar One, uh, mm-hmm. and the calculator has him ranked third, and you and I both have him ranked fourth. Uh, this... We agree. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird for 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 a an Umar team, right? Because he usually mm-hmm. always goes either win now or win later. Yeah. Um, and this one is kind of both, right? Yeah, this is. I a... think that's why that's why we have them here. Mm-hmm. This is a weird team. Um, yeah, that... it's a weird team, Umar. What are you doing? It, it it does it tries to be a lot of things so let's kind of dive mm-hmm. into it. It's got Aaron Jones and Tom Brady as the main QBs. That's only QBs on there. Uh, and then his running back situation is where he really kind of shines a little bit. You know he's got Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, DeAndre Swift, David Johnson. <laughs> That's pretty sexy there. But That's wait, great. there's more <laughs> wide receivers: DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett. And then Mike Williams, Paris Campbell, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, KJ Hamler, who you talked about earlier in the CD Lamb, <laughs> yeah, CD Lamb, CD Lamb, the name of the team, yeah, Brian Edwards, and then Donovan Peoples Jones, and then his uh, he kind of stayed true to fashion. He went uh, pretty good on the uh, tight ends too. He's got Caden Smith along with uh, you know Alberto, Hunter Bryant, Bryson Hopkins, and Devin Asai. Uh, <laughs> This is terrible. I mean, this is that's his hole. He's got a hole. He needs yeah. to fix the situation. I mean, that's just so blatantly clear. You know, I I wish I could have dropped him further than I did. Mm-hmm. I had him at, at number four. Um, but he's got because of all the pieces that he has. You know, but 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 you know, what are you doing with Caden Smith as your T <laughs> tight end one? Like, fix that. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird one, but I think um, you know a lot of people are kind of actually secretly calling for him to kind of step up. He shined at the end dumb. of last year, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see this year what he does. His Debbie pieces though are really nice. Uh, you know, John Emery, Sage Surratt, Najee Harris, and Max Borgie. Um, with Rattler as the QB. I'm just really, I'm impressed in his draft that he was able to pick up this much young talent and still have top heavy players like Aaron Rodgers, Zeke, Todd Gurley, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, um, that's good. This mm-hmm. is solid. And I think this is why he's up there is because it's just, you fix the tight end situation and you've got a team that can, you know, win the championship this yeah. year and be a powerhouse moving In the forward. Future. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, and you know, I so. do want to mention he does have Devonta Freeman, and that's mm-hmm. a wild card right now. But uh, right. it is an asset that could potentially pay off, or it could be a wasted spot. Mm-hmm. Cool, but yeah, they're in, that's a very rare Umar. You know, we were on the same page. Point and, of agreement. Yeah, yeah. that never happened. <laughs> so well, our, number two, 
Number two, who we got? Number two, we've got Team Big Tasty. Oh man, by so UGA. Tasty. And um, here's the thing: is is that uh, um, this is one of those teams that I had to do like a triple take, um, mm -hmm. to make sure that I was really putting, um, this team a number two, mm -hmm. with with his quarterback situation being the way it is. Yeah. Um, because I, I you know, just couldn't come up with why, and then you go down the list and you see why, right? So yeah. um, you you have your quarterback situation. It's, it's weird, right? Derek Carr, Stafford, and Gardner Minshew. Like, I just, you know, I think Stafford is going to do well, and I think Minshew is going to do well. I don't know what the heck is going to happen with Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and even in that situation, you have what I consider to be, you know, two QB2s. Um, and so I, I don't know. Um, if you're going to push for a win now, I might want to try to do something to push some of your depth value into upgrading your quarterback situation because the rest of your team is just outstanding, right? Christian mm -hmm. McCaffrey, Derek Henry, Keenan Allen, Michael Gallup, Kenyon Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyler Higby, um, Damian Harris, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, ridiculous that you have yeah. McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, right? That's silly. <laughs> and Kenyon um, Drake. And Kenyon Drake. Oh, sick. Gross. Disgusting. <laughs> um, Marvin Jones, Rashad Perriman, Auden Tate, Gil Harry, Preston Williams. Like, yeah, this very is a, nice depth. Irv is... Smith. You know, and that's why, you know, is that you've got the depth here to fix your quarterback situation, and I think mm -hmm. you should. This was a team I wanted so badly to rank lower, but I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. Like everything I looked Check. at, it's like okay, this this makes sense. Okay, this makes sense. Okay, okay, and it's just like, ugh. Okay, here's where we're mm -hmm. at. Like they're not like, it's like the perfect storm team. Um, you don't expect it to be good, but all the gears are in place, and so I think that's... you can't have as many good pieces and 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 not win. Exactly. Yeah, so I think this will be interesting, especially if Nikhil Harry and Preston Williams stand uh, step up like we expect them to, um, especially Preston Williams. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he's got some really nice pieces here. He's got my uh, my guy in the future, DJ Uguwala Whaley. Uh, <laughs> and he's also got uh, Tylen Wallace and uh, Brees Hall. So I really like the Debbie pieces there too. And then he still has all his twenty one picks. All his twenty twenty one picks. So this is a team that I think really kind of Sick. comes together and I like the fact that he has Herb Smith Jr. sitting in the bench. Yeah. Blake Jarwin. Um he just has such good depth and, and mm -hmm. youth and um and talent. He just makes yeah. me grossed out by that quarterback situation though, man. Like fix it. Yep definitely that's my take but i think dj will help it's just he's a little further out i think he's what 2022 if Derek carr starts and has a great game week mm -hmm. one i'd sell him as quick like as quick as you can and mm -hmm. and and, and go for jared your quarterback situation yeah <laughs> <laughs> jared Goff. Whatever. something better i do agree that i would take golf over car so there you um, go Anyways, that's number two. I think you're very obviously, you know, could win it all just as it is. 
but if you want to really secure that, you fix that quarterback situation. Yeah, and this is one of our rare unanimous ones as well, so... Oh, yeah, we there should say go. that the calculator had him a number two, I had him a number two, and you had him a number two. Yeah. So, twos across the board. All right. Our happy number place, one. number one. We've got uh, Metropolis... Uh, Metropolis... Uh, Meteor, sorry. Metropolis. Metropolis. I could, I could <laughs> totally read right now. That's <laughs> me the kiss of Dilla. Yeah. <laughs> Metropolis uh, Meteors. Uh, we've got Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, Philip Rivers, and Dwayne Haskins with uh, Jordan Love as well. Mm-hmm. I like this stable of uh, QBs. Yeah, I'm personally. okay with that. And yeah, then I I'm think okay with it. What really kind of struck us was, uh, you know, the running si- running back situation was pretty good as well. You know, he has Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, uh, Lynn Bowden, Antonio Gibson, um, but really kind Tony of... Tony Pollard. Yeah. Don't forget Tony Pollard. Yep. Uh, Deion Lewis. Um, you know, but I think his... His, 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 his wide receivers is what really carries him It's out. so nice. So nice. Yep. Mike Tell Evans, him. Stephon Diggs. Oh, I forgot he has Darius Geis as well, which is really mm-hmm. uh, a key piece. He's got uh, <clears throat> Devontae Parker, Terry McLaurin, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Julian Edelman, Marcus Valdez-Scanling. He's got my boy, Hakeem Butler. Um, buy everywhere if you can. Um, I'm going to say it right now. Buy him for a third. I think you can Andy, do it. Andy Isabella, too. Yep, Andy um, Isabella. And his his tight end situation is great as well, you know. Teller. So yeah. good. He's got Zach Hertz with uh, uh, Gerald Everett, Johnny Smith, and those could all be tight end ones. He could have he could have three tight end ones. Yeah. Um, very easily. Those could very easily all be tight end. Ones. Um, so I'm just you know, this is my number one team uh, in mm-hmm. terms of win now as well because he happens to have. Um, young pieces that I think will the, the, the young pieces that he has I think will produce mm-hmm. this year yeah. you know um, and then everybody else is already established so I mean he's mm-hmm. just for me like a, such a, the, 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 as it is number one run away you know with with UGA a little bit further behind but the, mm-hmm. but him I think being um, um, quite clearly you know the, the, the best team in the league mm-hmm. yeah this is a team like i like his uh you know his debbie picks too he's got jerry and ely and uh george pickens as well cj johnson and devonta smith yeah so this is it it's gonna be sick yeah so this is a team that's pretty good i'm i still kind of prefer outbacks team for the future but this is a team uh that i think is very viable and can be a uh, future forward-looking team that's going to be near the top for a long time. So, um, yeah, I don't think this team competes with Outback in terms of future talent coming in. His Devi is not no. what Outback's is. Yeah. Um, but but I will say this in terms of Devi value, he's right up there. Um, yeah. Like probably top three or four. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. so the, considering the fact that he's already such a solid win now team with, and the talent that he has, and the young talent that he has is young talent that's going to carry over, and be able to be you know used again and again and be able to be used now, and the talent that he has that's old is not 
really that old. The teams, the, the players that you can get rid of, you will. Like Fitzgerald and Edelman, you know, you get rid of them when you no longer need them. Um, and it's, it's like there, there's no rebuilding here. It's just, and it's not even, it's barely reloading, honestly. It's like mm-hmm. guys jumping in on the back of the train, like, can I get some playing time? You know, yeah. that's that's kind of what it, this team is like. Yeah, I think that's kind of the way you ideally want it, is you want your team firing on all cylinders, so you're constantly just, okay, here's more youth, here's more youth, and basically they're like, oh, are you ever going to get worse? And as long as you're trading at peak value, I mean, the mm-hmm. answer is no. So, what, uh, Does he have a quarterback coming? I think I would try to do something yeah, about a future quarterback situation. If Dwayne Haskins doesn't work out, then you're going to have to fix that QB three. Well, he's situation. got he's got um, he's got Philip Rivers right now as well. So. Well, I'm talking about the future. I mean, yeah, in Rivers the future, he's got uh, I believe. Nope, he doesn't have any QBs. It. Just uh, Haskins in love. So if those yeah. guys don't work out, you. I'm gonna have to fix that. Yeah, but that's it. Go out by uh, Tua's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's uh, read them back. Let's uh, run it back. All right. In twelfth, we have uh, Raider for Life ninety one. In eleventh, we have Muff Daddy one. In tenth, we have Brendan H. In ninth, we have Rust Tracks. In eighth, we have Hot Dog nine. In seventh, we have The Hoff thirty three. In sixth. We have uh, Drew C14. In fifth, we have Outback 6. In fourth, we have Giggity813. In third, we have Umar1. In second, we have UGA. And in first, we have FMJ001. So there you guys have it. (laughs) That'll do it, boys. Um, You know, go ahead and and, uh, tell us in league chat while we're still there what you think. And, you know. Um, hope you guys had fun listening to this episode and, and you know, tell your friends if they, they want to get this, their, their league, uh, uh, ranked the way that yours was, you know, let them know and, um, follow us on, on all those, uh, platforms, right? Chris, yep. what are they again? Yeah. So you can follow us on Twitter, uh, at dynasty spin doctors. You can follow solo at the dynasty Don, and you can follow me at dynasty pangs and, uh, yeah, you can run trade questions by us. You can, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you which side we pick and whether it's by a lot or a little, and, uh, we're happy to help you guys. So feel free to reach out to us and let us know. And we're happy to, uh, give any kind of contribution there. Take it easy guys. And, uh, until next time, have a good one. <laughs>